0: Hey everyone, so welcome back to the Brown Girl in Business podcast. I wanted to talk about experiences that I've had in terms of taking up space as a brown woman. And this just kind of refers to any time just like in general, like it's not just about my career or just about my business. But I did want to obviously talk about how it relates to the business as well. I feel like just growing up as a brown girl, I had my own experiences and I know that I'm sure that other people have the same kind of experiences when it feels like you're just kind of not allowed to take up as much space as other people. So today I just wanted to talk about that and how how that can feel and how, what that can look like, what that can do to you, why we feel like that, and then also like what kind of things we can do to sort of consciously take back our space. So yeah, so I feel like the fact that I am five foot and I am brown those two things have really been things that I've had to consciously be aware of in terms of like how the world sees me, which is something I touched on in episode two. And so I feel like when I think back to being like younger, even when I was like a kid in primary, I think like I didn't recognize that that was how I, you know, was seen a lot of the time and how I would present myself in a lot of circumstances. I think it is something that sometimes you know when the world kind of can make you feel like you're not as important or as interesting to hear then i feel like that's when your body you naturally actually start to you know physically express the way that people kind of speak to you and the way that you've internalized the way that other people experience you so for example this could be you know walking into a classroom or you know sitting on the mat when you're a kid and maybe taking up less space that way but as an adult what that feels like for me um, especially since graduating I feel like at uni I never felt this way like ever and I don't know if it's because university the uni that I went to my experience of it was that it was pretty multicultural and just to kind of highlight that that is my experience I don't know if that's the same for other people but honestly my experience of it was that I hung out with lots of different people from different um, backgrounds, cultures. And so I didn't feel like I was out of place. And so that wasn't something I recognized until I actually started my career and went outside of university and realized that actually this is kind of like, I don't know, it just feels like the elephant in the room kind of sometimes. And sometimes it's not that people intentionally make you feel this way. This could also be like, you know, subconscious like not racism but just like prejudice stereotyping and just like I guess internalized racism it's just something that they don't even realize sometimes which is still horrible and really really unfortunate for us to experience as brown people and yeah so uh, for example like it means like walking into a meeting room feeling like like what am I doing here and it's not because obviously you are not smart enough or you are not experienced enough or you don't have great ideas And a huge part of this is the whole imposter syndrome, like feeling like you don't really deserve to be there. I would walk into a room and I all of a sudden started to feel like out of place. I was like, when did this happen? I didn't always feel this way. And I actually realized that I actually did feel that way a lot of the time before jumping into my career, but I just wasn't aware of it in the same way. And I think that uni was a bubble, but even if I think to high school, primary school, like I did always feel that a little bit odd and out of place, and it wasn't because I, you know, didn't have friends or didn't have people to speak to, but a lot of the time it was probably because I was from a different background and culture, and because I was born in New Zealand, I sometimes forget that I, from a different culture, i have taken some of the Western cultures and values, and I also keep my Middle Eastern culture, culture and values as well so i'm kind of just like a mix and i'm sure a lot of us are like that especially like millennials slash gen z we all are almost creating our own new culture which is really nice to see but it can be very confusing to navigate so going back to how i used to feel in those spaces i would feel out of place i would feel uncomfortable and i would almost have to talk myself out of it because i was like well there's nothing going on tina like you know there's lovely people here they're friendly or They're okay, at least. And so I would kind of be confused and beat myself up about this feeling. And it only was when I became, I guess, an adult, like in my later adult years or more recent adult years, since like 22, 23, where I recognized what this was. And I don't have a word for it, but it is just that feeling of not being able to take up that space. And basically it means like sometimes just not being able to even join the conversation or not even wanting to join the conversation because I just don't feel like connected in that same way. I mean, even the other day, my mom and my two cousins and I, we were out in Ponsonby. If you know New Zealand and Auckland in particular, then Ponsonby is a predominantly, I'd say white area. And yeah, literally people were staring. And I know it sounds crazy to say because you know, Auckland is supposed to be like a melting pot of cultures but I mean they look at us sometimes like we are these wild animals like out of our like enclosure or something like I honestly I don't know how to explain it but we just laugh at it because it's just so strange they look at us sometimes like where did these people come from and it's it's not like a oh like they're curious it's like a judgy weird vibes you don't belong here. look and i feel this all the time and i feel like it's just better to speak about it rather than pretend that it doesn't exist or some people will make you think that you're making it up as well and so i just don't care i just trust myself now and realize that actually no that really exists and particularly in the workplace is important i mean it's important when i go to shops even i honestly don't even go into certain stores just because i know that the types of people in there will be sort of judgy, I can't be bothered, and they'll just make me feel out of place. I trust myself with how I feel when I walk into a room, when I meet somebody, like, when, are they the kind of person that's open and curious and makes me feel comfortable and doesn't you know, see me as an outsider? And those people I absolutely gravitate towards and love. And then the people who make me feel not that way, then I just know to limit my interactions as much as possible, but also to around them, make sure that I do take up that space, that I don't make myself smaller just to fit in these spaces and feel like I'm not as much of a burden. So that's something else that I've felt before as well is like I'm a burden on society. And that's kind of the way that a lot of the time the media, especially when we were growing up, definitely portrays that. It makes us feel like we don't deserve to exist or take up space or be successful or prosper or make great careers out of our lives or make great lives for ourselves. We just aren't made to feel like that is necessarily a priority in society and so we have to make it their priority for us. So yeah, I I really urge anybody who is working on their business, who is even in their career, like and in their social settings even, just thinking about the way that you are um, observed by other people and the way that people treat you and to make sure that you consciously do take up that space. So now what I'm going to talk about is how we can combat this and the things that I've done anyway to help kind of get over this feeling and also to make sure that I send out a message whenever I do go out into the world that actually I deserve space. I am worthy of space. I am not just a brown woman but that my brownness is something to be celebrated not tolerated and that's something that for me I really really love doing now. Some things that you can do to combat this physically when you when you do things with your body it actually sends messages to your mind and vice versa so I have noticed that growing up I've always made myself quite like I guess smaller like I've literally when I sit in a chair I will squish if I need to make space for somebody else and I will you know in a meeting room I'll make sure that I'm not you know opening my legs to kind of relax I'll I'll fold them over or I will make sure that I'm not you know taking up too much space in the room so that I'm not an inconvenience to people and this sends out the wrong message not only to other people but to yourself that you are not worthy of that space so one thing that I've done physically is trying to when I sit in a chair I sit relaxed I don't sit up clenched and you know like try and squeeze into a chair I will make sure that I am fully relaxed and open in that seat and I know this is like a really weird tip but for those people who have experienced this they'll get what I mean is is just telling your body telling your mind telling everybody else in the room that I comfortable in this room I deserve to be seated here comfortably and not just you know here don't mind me like you know please ignore me kind of thing don't do that just be taking up the space that you need And then another thing is bringing your family with you in your mind. This is actually something that my therapist has taught me. And it's something really nice. And I love doing it when I feel uncomfortable, especially when I walk into a majority white room, and I feel like the odd one out, or I just don't feel like connected to people. And I don't feel safe. Like, it's just weird. It is a very weird experience and hard to say. But again i know that those of you who get it will get it something my therapist has talked to me about is bringing my family and my ancestors with me i feel like i can bring my grandma and grandpa with me in my mind and it feels really nice because i feel like i am within my culture and i am you know feeling like really safe in that space and i don't feel alone and the first time i ever was bullied in a workplace it was before i graduated and i had a part-time job for a while and Yeah, I remember her telling me to bring my ancestors with me and it honestly made me feel so much better. I instantly felt like more comfortable and and like I said, more like I am allowed to be in this space and like I belong. And so that was really nice. And also just having that sort of like power of your family with you, just feeling like you have them supporting you and, you know, like that you have all their knowledge and their trust and their wisdom with you. In the scenario that you're in and that you're not alone and you and also reminds you of who you are I think a lot of time as well it just reminds you that you are not just one person and especially with brown culture we are like quite a collectivist culture so it's really nice to sort of have that feeling of bringing everybody with you I know that sounds a little bit mumbo-jumbo to a lot of people but for me it, it really makes a difference so try it and just see how you feel another thing is to think of yourself as a value provider you by you know just inherently you bring value to a room regardless of your intelligence regardless of your background regardless of your age and your credentials or whatever i i just feel like we need to remind ourselves that we are naturally value providers we've never been necessarily automatically seen as that but we absolutely are and like sometimes just have the mindset of you know like that you have everything it takes to be successful just as much as Bob over there who's had you know generations of people living in the same place and who haven't had to come up in the same way that we have and this isn't to bag Bob. Bob has done his work but you know at the same time there is that level of privilege that we don't necessarily have access to so we have to find other ways to bring that sort of knowledge and like just that confidence with us and then my last thing is surround yourself with the right people this is the biggest thing because no matter how you are in the world there are just going to be some people some places that won't want you and that's totally fine if they don't want you you don't want them either i know for me that there was a time where i felt like i needed to sort of be more mixed and more like integrated in in that sort of space and i just don't care for it anymore if it's not for me if they don't you know get excited by the idea of somebody who brings you know, some flavor to the room, then I am not keen on that. And a great example is, you know, somewhere where I worked recently and, you know, and it's probably typically in mainstream media known as a majority European place or historically it was anyway. And I was, I felt super celebrated there and just super comfortable. And so I'm not trying to say it's about the color that you have to be around only your people. If anything, I actually really encourage you to not just do that. But finding the right people who just are really celebratory of your background and who you are personally and don't necessarily just see you as that brown girl in the room. And that you can also like acknowledge your brownness like I I always do because I truly love it. And I also like to, you know, remind people that I know that I am that person in the room. Anyway, that's kind of what I feel. And yeah, I just feel like surrounding yourself with the right people is the biggest thing when it comes to trying to make sure that you are in the right spaces for people that care you can do the best work you can do the most amazing things you can be the smartest person in the room you can be the most confident the funniest whatever but if you're in the wrong room nobody's gonna care you're gonna be shot down you're gonna be you know made to feel smaller so make sure that you work with people who are great just good nice people and honestly when I started to do that and when I started to be very picky with people who I work with people who I surround myself with, things just get so much easier and you just feel so much more at home all the time. I know it's not very easy and sometimes it can be harder than other times, but sometimes we do have to make sacrifices. We do have to be around people that we don't want to be around or don't make us feel, you know, completely comfortable. I'm not saying ditch it in the moment. I'm saying just, you know, big picture wise, try to make sure that the people in your world are good people who just get you and who are the right kinds of people who want to learn from you. And, you know, like I said, that that's why I know that it's not always an option to choose who you are around. So that's why I made sure that we have things to combat um, those feelings of not feeling like you're allowed to take up space as a brown person and not feeling like you completely are welcomed or fit in in that space. So, Yeah, so yeah, I really hope that this episode kind of spoke to you and made you feel, I guess, understood in some way. I would love to hear your feedback. If you wanna DM me, if you wanna email me or DM me, then just send me a message um, through my Instagram. It's at studio.t.nz. But yeah, I would love to hear about what you guys think and if this has been your experience before, because I'm sure that if I've had it, surely you know there's other people that have experienced this as well. And I really don't want more of us to experience it forever i want us to learn from it and just like be bitter brown people and just like know exactly what we can do in the world so yeah so thank you guys so much for watching and i will talk to you guys in my next episode